For security reasons, please keep your luggage and all packages with you at all times. Hey, this is Pat. Um, I'm at the airport right now. This is uh, I'm at Columbus, Ohio, actually. And I'm headed back to San Diego. I just had an epic few days here with my team to plan out next year, actually, 2015. And I can't tell you just how valuable this trip was for me. So I wanted to share a little bit of this trip for you in a different way. So this is a, an episode that's a little bit different from the rest. But you know me, I like to experiment and try new things. And so you'll hear some clips from different meetings that I had. You'll get to meet some of my team as well. And here's some of the big things that are planned for next year. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, I make it back to San Diego and and get this thing produced. And uh, let's know what you think. Episode 138. Here we go. Yeah, I'm I'm actually recording a podcast right now. This is crazy. So do I do I put the regular intro in? Yeah, sure. Why not? Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he once botched a trumpet solo in front of 50,000 people, Pat Flynn. Now, as you know, I've been in the podcasting space for quite a long time now, and I've had a lot of success with the multiple shows and, and episodes and even the courses I've created. Part of my success is due to how particular I've been in the tools that I use. And one of my favorite tools is Buzzsprout. For those of you who are not familiar with Buzzsprout, you need to be because if you have a podcast or you're looking to start one, Buzzsprout is by far the easiest way to start podcasting and they're making it even easier. This is a podcast host and it allows you to get listed on all the top directories, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. I use it myself. They've provided advanced stats for us now so that you can track your podcast downloads and understand exactly what things are happening with your show, which is really key, right? Just there's not a lot of data that uh, a lot of tools give us access to and Buzzsprout is some of the best. They'll even help you build a website for your podcast so your audience can easily find you online and listen to all the episodes right from your site too, if, even if you don't have a website. On the technical side, this is one of the coolest things I've seen in a while. Through the host, Buzzsprout, you can automatically optimize your audio through their newest feature, Magic Mastering. So Magic Mastering is like an Instagram filter, but for your audio. And it takes the audio you have and just automatically masters it to match the Apple Podcast authoring best practices. It's totally awesome. Just, I love them because not only is it just a super easy tool to use, but I know the team there. They are the sponsor of this episode. And I wanted to make sure you got to know who they are because they're they're a great tool. And if you're just starting out with Buzzsprout, you can actually get a special deal. Their plans start at $12 a month. Buzzsprout is a wonderful partner of mine and, you know, you can actually get 33% more time on your plan, whichever plan you choose, just through this link alone. And that's smartpassiveincome.com slash buzzsprout. And that's a huge deal, 33% extra time on your plan just by going through that link. You can claim that again by going to smartpassiveincome.com slash buzzsprout. Check them out, they're awesome. And the <laughs> redistrict, which is just on the southern end of the city. This is Matt Gartland. I call him my producer, but he's many more things than that. He's a friend, a colleague, and somebody I truly care about, a partner. And you know, I'll talk more about what he does for my business in a second. But what I love most about Matt, and it was made more apparent when I stayed with him in Columbus and I got to stay in his apartment, was just his passion for stuff and his attention to detail. When he and Mindy and I were walking around Columbus, Ohio, which is a beautiful city. I fell in love with it fairly quickly, and the weather was beautiful, changing leaves and fall. 
he, he, he was pointing out all these amazing things about his city. And he, he said one particular thing about Columbus, Ohio in particular that really struck a chord with me in terms of entrepreneurship. I kind of know what's going on, and especially like in, in this town specifically, the web entrepreneur, digital creative kind of subculture. You start to realize that it's not that large, and everyone seemed to know everybody else. And that's kind of fun. And, you know, that made me think of the rest of my team, the rest of the team that's been built ever since I started working with Matt. And it's funny because most of them are actually in Columbus, Ohio. Mindy, who's my assistant producer, who you might know because she produces my show Ask Pat and uh, is sort of the front face of all the customer service stuff for all the products I have. Uh, she's in Minnesota. But everybody else who Matt has helped to find has just been colleagues and friends around his area in Columbus, Ohio. And so I got to meet a lot of the other team members there on this trip, which was really amazing. But, you know, before I, I get into what Matt does and introduce Mindy to you and Dustin, my UX designer, and a few other people, you know, I want to talk about just why I wanted to build a team in the first place. This is me playing the trumpet. This is actually in 2012 at the Platform Conference. This is how I opened my presentation. And the reason this is significant is because it was at this event that I realized just the power of what a team could do for one's brand. Thank you. The, the name of that song. Well, what do I mean by that? You know, what, what does that platform conference have to do with building a team? Well, I got to witness something amazing. This was Michael Hyatt's first live event, the Platform Conference. You can find out more information at platformconference.tv. I actually just spoke there recently at the 2014 event in Colorado Springs. But it was at that first event, his first event. And where was Michael? He was sitting in the audience with all of us, learning and with his notebook out and taking notes. The event was flawless to me as a speaker. And I heard the same thing from other people who were attending the event too. And I was like, how could, how could Michael do all this and still participate and be there with the audience and be able to build relationships with the people who had paid to attend his event? And it was amazing because I've gone to other conferences before. You don't even know necessarily who puts on the events. And sometimes they do, sometimes they speak once and then you never see them again. But no, here was Michael interacting with the crowd. And so I asked him, you know, how did you do this? And I found out that it was all because of his team. And that was super inspiring. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm doing really well, Pat. How are you? I'm doing great. We just had a nice little coffee here. Where are we, by the way? We're in Mission Coffee in Columbus, Ohio. It's kind of the de facto headquarters of a lot of the creative professionals, freelancers, startup entrepreneurs in the city, which is a great place to hang out and get work done. So Matt and I have been working together for about two years now, and we started working together with my book, Let Go, which then went on to become a number one Amazon bestseller in several categories, the number one book on the Snippet app. He was the editor for that book, and I hired him and his agency through winningedits.com, and uh, I had such a great experience working with him, and in talking with him more, and him finding out more about what my brand stood for, he became interested in what I had to provide and was planning for the future uh, you know, we decided to work together on a lot of things that you now have already been a part of from 
the redesign of the Smart Passive Income blog to the Food Trucker website to the Smart Podcast Player to the Smart Passive Income application to the creation of Ask Pat and so many other things that you've experienced that, you know, I feel like without Matt and the work that he's done to help put these things together, I mean, these things wouldn't exist. And perhaps maybe I would have been able to do one of them. But since hiring a team and hiring Matt and him helping to hire other people, man, I've just gotten so much done. And uh, I'm so blessed to have him. I am a creative professional. I use the term producer or executive producer at this point uh, because it involves creative direction. It's product strategy. It starts with uh, actually a lot of content stuff. So founder of Winning Edits, uh, we do a lot of editorial strategy development across podcasts and books and web products, uh, information products and stuff. And that's kind of where you and I first started working together all the way back with the Let Go book, uh, which was uh, a really great kickstart. And it's really evolved since then. Um, Mindy's on the team, other, other experts, creative professionals are on the team. And what I like to help do and what we're doing together now across software products as well as a lot of the content projects is strategy for the web. How can we be producing really great content assets that involve great user experience design, really great reading experiences, uh, and bring this together with really strong branding. Uh, so I'm, I try to be almost like a quarterback of, of the situation, and that's kind of where I think of the terms like producer or executive producer, which I steal kind of from like a broadcast newsroom. So you have like Pat, you are sort of like the personality on camera, um, and you're fantastic. And then I'm kind of the, the person that's in your ear. You know, you have that little bud in your ear because I'm behind the scenes helping Tanner just run the show. And this is so hard for me because initially when I started my brand, you know, it was all me, and I only wanted it to be all about me. I, I had a hard time letting go of a lot of the things that I love to do and the things I knew I should do or even didn't know how to do that I wanted to figure out how to do. I had what our good buddy Chris Ducker calls superhero syndrome, and I tried to do it all myself. But I've, I've since learned by taking small steps, you know, hiring people on Elance, hiring VAs here and there, and now getting more serious about building a true team, uh, just the, the power and, and the benefit of hiring that team to help support you and your brand. Another cool byproduct of you know, hiring Matt and, and getting connected with him is to be able to utilize his connections in this world as well. He's got a lot of connections to a lot of people who could help take my brand forward. For instance, during this Columbus trip, he knew that next year I wanted to focus on video. So he set up a meeting for me to, to connect with somebody who's an expert in video. You, your face needs to be the first thing on the screen. Okay. And it should be for a few seconds. If you need to go to into a title sequence, that's fine. Even if it's a screen flow tutorial, like if it's a screen, if it's a screen flow and you don't intend to be on camera at all, whatever the main feature of this video is going to be, have that be the first thing they see. A lot of people tend to put like a 10 second title sequence at the beginning of the video, and that's the critical first 10 seconds of the video. And if people come to the video, this is Amy Schmittauer from Savvy Sexy Social, a vlogger who has a very successful YouTube channel and brand and podcast and Matt got her and I together to talk video. My name is Amy Schmidauer. I'm the founder and face of SavvySexySocial.com and I own a video content marketing consultancy, Vlogboss Studios, and I am a professional vlogger on YouTube, as crazy as it sounds. <laughs> a vlogger. And, and, and how are you helping me today? I'm telling you how you're actually going to make your YouTube count and not just be another talking head marketer on YouTube like a lot of people are doing and we don't need more of that. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Do you mind if I use that? Okay. 
So I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. We're only 10 minutes in, and don't worry, it's not over. But I just had to take a break because uh, even though we're only 10 minutes in, it's been about two and a half hours of editing time. And although I've since hired a team to help with the production of the Smart Passive Income podcast and the Ask Pat podcast, um, I wanted to produce this one myself just to see what it was really like. And it's been a lot of fun to put together. I think it sounds great so far. I'd love to know what you think, although I know the quality could be better. But I I wanted to pay tribute and say thanks to the guys over at the Startup podcast. It's called Startup. And it's hosted by Alex Bloomberg, who came from... Uh, you know, This American Life and NPR Radio and just the quality of that podcast is just that nothing compares. So I recommend you listen to it. Alex, if you're listening to this, thank you to the, uh, thank you for the inspiration for, for this episode. Now, getting back to team building, you know, my good friend Chris Ducker over at chrisducker.com, actually, he and I have something big planned for next year. So I recommend you go to onedaybb.com, which stands for One Day Business Breakthrough. Go to onedaybb.com to get for more information about that. Chris wrote this best-selling book called Virtual Freedom. Highly recommend it. It's all about team building and outsourcing and why you should do it and how to do it. He said something that dramatically changed how I approach this team building process, which again, like I said earlier, I was completely scared of doing. I got some inspiration from Michael over the platform conference, but even then, you know, I was afraid to spend the money for a team. I was afraid to let go of certain tasks that I knew I could do myself. But Chris said, you eventually get to a point in your business where you're growing and you're growing and you get to that crossroads where you're either going to, you're just going to plateau, you're going to keep doing what you're doing and you're going to plateau. If you just keep doing things on your own, you're just going to stay where you are. You aren't going to get the results that you want. That's scenario one. Scenario two is you try to do more. You put more on your plate. We're all entrepreneurs. We all want to do more, but you keep continuing to do it on your own and you're going to burn out. Chris talks about his burnout, a lot of people I know who have uh, gone through burnout have talked about how much it was just because they wanted to do so much on their own. That's scenario number two, burnout. And then scenario number three is you hire a team. You build your team to help you do the things you want to do. You let go of some of those tasks and work on the high level thinking and building and processes that you as the business owner should be doing and nothing else. And that's kind of where I'm headed now. And it's been a, it's been a struggle. I will be honest with you. It's been a struggle for a lot of the reasons I already mentioned. Just mentally, it's it's something I've never done before. But I know if I want to succeed and also provide more value to you, everybody in the audience, in the way that I know I can, I have to, you know, essentially clone myself and uh, you know even find people better than myself, like Matt. In certain ways, he's so OCD. He's the most OCD guy I know, and I love him for that. He's so detail oriented, and it's perfect for that role. I'm also very lucky, and again, this is a connection through Matt and his resources to have been introduced and have started working with Mindy, who I've mentioned a couple times. You heard her voice in a couple a couple of the background pieces in the beginning. She's amazing. I love her to death. She does so much for me. She helps produce the Ask Pat podcast. She does a lot of the customer service stuff, and uh, I call her my happiness hero, and you can hear it in her voice. And so here we are at the coffee shop, and I ask her, you know, what is it that you do for me? And here's her answer. Oh my goodness. Well, we've got a lot of things. You're a busy guy. And so um, I handle the Ask Pat editing. Um, I am super thrilled to um, help keep the whole process going for the smart podcast player in terms of both the support function, customer support, all of that, but then also shepherding all of our new feature development kind of through the pipeline and then handling quality control and testing. And then we've just got a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, just trying to keep 
all the email newsletters going. Oh my goodness, what am I missing? I'm, I'm, I know I'm missing a lot. You of do stuff. a lot for me. <laughs> Um, but one thing I think you excel at, especially, is customer service and just keeping people happy. I mean, every time we talk about people who send in, you know, thank you messages or maybe somebody doesn't have a good experience with something, I mean, you always come up with these amazing ideas to make them happy. How do you do that? I worked in hospitality before I um, sort of went out on this lovely freelancer and then agency journey of mine. And in hospitality, there's one phrase that really sticks in my mind that um, we used a lot, which is everything communicates, right? And so, like, if you walk into a room, in, in this case, it was our event centers, you walk into an event center, and if the window has streaks on it, that communicates, like, we don't, we don't care enough about our space to make it nice for you, our guests. And it's the same way with, um, you know, if you try to download the smart podcast player and in some way it didn't work for you if you reach out to us and say this didn't work for me I need to make you feel like you care because in you having trouble with that download that communicates like oh maybe we haven't thought of something um, and then it's just it's just the idea that every little interaction you have with somebody tells you a little bit about them and we want to make sure that you understand how much we love you. Like the whole, the whole team Flynn is so grateful for all of the listeners, all of the podcast listeners, all of the people who use the smart podcast player, all of the people in the breakthrough blogging community. We are so grateful that you're here, that we have the opportunity to help you with your business or to help you with your hobby because you're letting us into your life. And that's really special, don't you think? I think that's really special. Totally. Because I've worked with VAs overseas in the past, and I've hired people on one-off projects on sites like Elance and Odesk.com, and you know, as great as that work was for me, I just never felt like those people who worked for me then were a part of the team, or felt like they were a part of the team, or clearly understood what the brand stood for. But now I have people like Mindy, who you can hear it in her voice. She obviously wants to go the extra mile to help make sure everybody is happy with their experience through my brand. And people like Matt, who is willing to go the extra mile and put the things into place and even think of things that I didn't even think about myself. They, they are both an extension of me, and this is what makes the team a success. This is what makes Team Flynn, because it's not just Pat Flynn anymore. It's us helping you, everybody listening, everybody who visits the blog. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful for the rest of the team members. Some of them couldn't be on the show today or featured on the show. Uh, from Jessica to Ray and Nan and Nicole. And, you know, these are writers and application developers and other people who have helped in, in small ways. And it's just been an amazing experience. But, of course, hiring people costs money. And that's where a lot of people feel like, you know, maybe they're not ready to hire a team. They don't have the resources to hire a team, and that's totally understandable. And then when you hire a team that's local in the U.S. versus, you know, when you outsource and things like that, 
it can be a lot more expensive. And uh, I am definitely paying a lot more money for the team I've created now. You know, when I started working with VAs from the Philippines, for example, I hired a web developer for $800 a month for 40 hours a week, which might sound ridiculous to you. That that might sound like a, like a crime, actually, to pay that little. But that's actually a healthy wage in the Philippines. And this is just the way of the economies, both between the U.S. And, and the Philippines. And that's why the Philippines is a major hub for outsourcing. And he was great. I worked with him for two years, and it was fantastic. And unfortunately, the projects I had him working on had stopped and I had to let him go. But, you know, he did everything perfect and, and totally on time and, and the way it should have been done. Uh, but like I said, since working with this team in, this, in the U.S., I felt like really, truly it's a team and they all together want to help the brand grow and will go above and beyond and think for themselves too to help make that happen. Uh, I'm paying anywhere between, you know, $50 an hour to, you know, upwards of 150 to $200 an hour, depending on the person who works for my team. And the thing is that they're not full-time. They're not full-time. They're not even part-time. They're when the time is right, <laughs> I guess you could say. And this was actually something that I discovered at the platform conference this past year because we all sat, all the speakers sat on stage at the end of the conference and there were some questions asked and we kind of passed the mic around. And one of the questions was about, you know, the teams that we've built. And a lot of people, a lot of the successful people who were on stage had a team just like mine who had people in place who do specific things for them when they needed them. So sort of on a NAT call or when, you know, per project or per uh, need basis. And that's kind of the, the the what I have going on with the team with Matt, Mindy, and everybody else. Now, of course, I have a lot of things going on, so they're needed quite often. But uh, they aren't necessarily employees. Um, you know, they're sort of contracted. Uh, so that's how it works out. Now, I'm going to share another team member with you, somebody who's very special to me, who I've gotten to know recently. Again, another connection through Matt, somebody who lives in Columbus. This is Dustin, Dustin Tevis, who is probably one of the most talented designers I've come across in a while. He's doing a lot of great things for me. He's already done a lot of things that you've probably experienced already. And actually, when we hired him, his first project was to create the Ask Pat t-shirt. And uh, that was our sort of, you know, one of the tricks when you hire somebody new is to have them work on a small project or even before you hire them to have them work on a small project just to see what their quality is like uh, in terms of work, but also communication. And, uh, you know, he blew us away with that. So we hired him to work on new things for the Smart Passive Income brand. He's created a lot of the branding elements for Food Trucker the smart podcast player, some new things coming up. Again, you can check out some new stuff that Chris and I are doing that uh, Matt and Dustin are working on at onedaybb.com. But anyway, uh, I'd love to introduce Dustin to you and share a little bit about what he does as a UX designer. That's a user experience sort of interface designer for brands. Here we are having a conversation at lunch. We, where are we right now? Uh, we're in Columbus, Ohio at North Market, which is an awesome uh, vendor-based community restaurant market yeah market yeah it's awesome what did you have for lunch um i had chicken and waffles from taste of belgium yes. probably one of the best chicken and waffles i ever had in my life with hot sauce <laughs> awesome and Minnie, what did you have why well, i had the chicken and waffles too because they're belgian street waffles which are amazing i learned to love those living in philly they're so good they're awesome dustin what is it that you do for team flynn um i help with the ux and ui which user interaction and user design for Pat Flynn products. And what are some of the things when people go on the website or you know they experience some of our products, what are some of the things that you've had direct influence on in terms of design? Um, some of the bigger items would be Food Trucker, 
landing page and then the smart podcast player in the SPI uh, Apple iOS app. When things look beautiful, it's probably because <laughs> Dustin made them beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And you live here, right? I do live in Columbus. Have you lived here all your life? I have not. I've only lived here two years. I am from born and raised in Iowa. Woo! Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Nice. Corn fed. So I've gotten a lot of compliments from people about the designs on things that you've actually designed for uh, for SPI. And what would you like to say to everybody out there who's giving you all those compliments? I mean, I think it's awesome, and I love to hear from the community what's working, what's not. I mean, it's awesome to be able to affect someone's experience when they're engaging with the products or software, and it's, it's amazing that I get to do that and make people's lives a lot easier, which is pretty amazing. Awesome. Thanks, Dustin. Absolutely. I'm having a lot of fun putting this episode together. Even though it's taken a long time, it's been, it's been a cool experience. And I especially love playing with these little audio fillers and transitions. You know, I'm just getting them royalty-free from iStockphoto.com. But, you know, it totally changes the mood of the episode. I mean, I could all of a sudden change to, you know, if I were to switch it up and, and build some suspense with some crazy, terrifying sound effects. I mean, that's pretty scary right there. And that's just the sound. So... I mean, for storytelling and things like Alex Bloomberg does on Startup, super cool. For interviews and my normal type of episode, maybe not so much, but it's been a lot of fun. Now, I want to finish up by sharing a little conversation I had with my team about one of the things I have planned for next year. I've, you know, We spent a few days in Columbus and a lot of things were planned out. But one of the big things that we made a decision on was my book. And I decided to write a book. And I've written a book before. I'd mentioned Let Go earlier when I worked with Matt. But that was a self-published book. And it's always been a life goal of mine, something on my bucket list to publish a traditionally published book. I know there's a lot of pros and cons for, for that. And you know, you might give up some control to the publisher. And it's not always or usually isn't very profitable. But you know, I think I have a good chance with the fan base I've built to hit the New York Times bestseller list. And that's going to be my goal. And one of my life goals has been to take my kids to the bookstore and go to the bestseller aisle and show them daddy's book. And I think that would be a memory that would last with them forever. So that's my goal. And here's that conversation that happened. Again, we're at Mission, uh, Mission Coffee here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I mean, I need... I, I feel like I need to validate which book I should write first. Yeah. And maybe just be straight up with my audience. Hey, I want to write a traditional book. Here are the reasons why. Here are the books that I know I have in me right now that I'm going to dedicate some time to over the next year or two. What do you guys think? Which one would be more useful to you? Yeah. Now, you know why I want to write a book. I, I just told you. But I also want to do it to provide value, to help, because there's a lot of books out there that have helped me. And I know a book is a great medium for helping people, but I feel like I have a lot of books in me. I have a ton of books in me, actually. I could write one of many different topics. And so the debate from that point forward was, okay, what book do we start with? And, you know, there's a lot of things based off of presentations I've recently done that have been very popular and seem to connect with the audience that I've presented to that seem like they would be great books. Uh, But then Matt brought up a good point 
of having some sort of flagship book. You know, the one that sort of sets the tone for all the others. Raving fans one. Yeah. Which I think is more universal across all different industries, you know? Yeah. From sports teams to individual actors and artists to people building their own businesses. But then I also feel like there's room or there there is a need for sort of an, an encyclopedia, for, for lack of a better term, of just here's all the ways now that people are making money online, examples, and how to get started, how to do it. And that's the anchor book. That's, that's the anchor book. Sort of, an anchor book. A book that sort of defines your whole brand and then allows you to then expand off of that into potentially other books or products and things like that. Matt brought up the example of Chris Gillibo's The Art of Nonconformity, which sort of put him on the map, and then then he's been able to create new books out of that. For me, I feel like there is some room or a need for a true almost compendium or an encyclopedia of all the different ways that people are making money online. I obviously have a lot of experience with many different types of ways, and I know a lot of people who are doing a lot of amazing things in all different niches, in all different ways, all different business models, interviews. People have been on the show before who have talked about those things, and I I, I really like this idea. I think there's a need for it, and it reminds me of a book that I picked up when I first started doing online business called Moonlighting on the Internet by Yannick Silver, and it was a book that completely helped me. It was sort of just a choose-your-own-adventure type of internet marketing book, and you could find the thing that you needed to work on and, and use that template or you know, follow those models or get inspiration from those case studies. And you know, that book hasn't been updated for a while and you know, could have potentially been written better, and I know I could do a great job with a book like that. But a book like this might come with some negatives. You know, Just probably when you heard me say a book about making money online, that already has a lot of negative connotation, although I would like to think that I stand out from the community of people who are teaching this kind of stuff online. And the biggest thing to think about, the fact that yeah, things change over time. Because that's something that would need to get updated. Yeah. Which means I could sell new editions. Yeah. Which means I have to work on those new editions. Yeah. So there's pros and cons. Yeah. To say I'm scared about this is an understatement. I'm very scared. You know, this is a you know, a path that a lot of people go down and they often fail. And even when they succeed, they are put in the spotlight and that comes along with a lot of things that might be unexpected. All I know is that in the past, whenever I've come across these kind of fears and this resistance, that something amazing has always been on the other end. And that's really what's driving me. But in terms of things I need to do, I need to pick what this book topic is going to be. And I need a specific date by when I will pick this book topic. So what's, anyway, so what, what's the first action that, that you, I guess, make by, by a certain date, I need to decide what that book will be. Okay. So by the end of the year, by December 31st, 11.59.59, I will have chosen what that book will be. Yes. Happy New Year, what's the book? Yeah. yeah you, I do, you, Done. Put a reminder in your phone. So there you go. By December 31st, 11.59.59, by the turn of the new year, I will have made the decision of what my book will be. And that's going to determine the next few years of my life. And it's crazy to think about. It's going to determine 
the research that I do, the writing that I do, the promotion and marketing that I do. And this is just one of the many things that I want to tackle next year and in the future. I know it's ambitious, but I got to remember, Team Flynn. I've also said no to a lot of things this year as well, and no to new things that I wanted to do to make room for this book, because this is going to be a priority for me, amongst a few other things, of course. And so I hope I've interested you, at least in not only my team and who they are, and I've introduced you to Team Flynn. They're amazing, right? I mean, they're awesome. But this goal of writing a book, not by 2015, but starting it in 2015, perhaps taking however long it takes to create. I know through conversations with other recent first-time authors that it could take a couple years or sometimes even more. Some authors, sometimes even less. So we'll see what happens. But no matter what, I'm going to take you along this journey with me. I don't know how I'm going to do that, perhaps just in my income reports on my site. And I'm curious, this is just an idea that came off the top of my head since I'm pretty close to finishing this uh, podcast episode now. It's been about four or five hours of editing, but you know, I hope you feel it was worth it. And if you feel like you would like to get inside my brain a little bit during this journey of writing this book and, and, and perhaps every couple months get an episode just like this talking about my book writing process, where I'm going, who I've talked to and, and you know, get the insider scoop on these interviews and uh, you know, meetings that I have along the way, decision making, perhaps deals and things like that. You know, let me know what you think. I want to know if you, you would be interested in following following along. So head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 138. That'll take you to the blog where the show notes are available, where you can leave a comment to let me know what you think about what you thought of this episode, what you think of Team Flynn. I mean, aren't they awesome? And then what you think of this, this book and the journey I'm about to go through. And if you'd like to get stories and, and, and podcast episodes like this every couple months talking about that journey. Let me know what you think. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 138. I also want to take a moment to thank the sponsors of the Smart Passive Income podcast and also my other podcast at askpat.com. You know, these sponsors, they're helping to pay for this amazing team that I talked about today, which allows me to better serve everybody out there listening, to do all the things that I want to do. And it's obvious, I think, that I want to do a lot. And so thank you specifically today for this episode to lynda.com. That's L-Y-N-D-A.com. And if you're not up on Lynda, you are missing out because, you know, educating yourself and improving your efficiency on the software you're using, improving your business skills, that's going to help you get ahead in this world. And there's no better learning platform online, I feel, than lynda.com. you got to get up on it because the high-quality, easy-to-use videos are the best. They're great tools for learning as well. And they're giving away a seven-day free trial. You can get access to all of their courses for seven days if you go to lynda.com slash SPI. So check it out. I'm using it. lynda.com slash SPI. You can get it for seven days for free. Thank you to lynda.com and thank you, all of you, for listening to today's episode. And to finish off, before the episode closes, as you are about to enter back into this world that you're in, I would invite you to just think about and explore. And hopefully this episode gave you some inspiration to figure out what that big thing you want to do and accomplish in 2015. 
for me in 2014, it was building my team. And I'm so happy to, to say that, that it was a very successful year. And I'm so happy with that decision I made to really go forward and build that team. And thank you to Michael Hyatt, who back in 2012, like I said earlier, inspired me and showed me the way. And I'm just so glad I got to see him this past, uh, actually two weeks ago, to say thank you in person at the Platform Conference in Colorado. And so what is, what is your big thing that you want to finish next year? What's that big thing you're going to work on? But remember, those big goals, they might seem intimidating. Break them down, chunk them up, little milestones, one step at a time, and have fun with it. I mean, we got to have fun, right? And I'm here for you. I'm here to guide you along the way. There's 137 previous episodes. There's 700 posts on the Smart Passive Income blog, 250 plus episodes of Ask Pat. And this is just the beginning because I'm not going anywhere and I hope you don't either. So I'll see you the next episode of the Smart Passive Income podcast. And if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is December 4th, 2014, uh, look out for a special audio file that's coming out in a couple days of my birthday, December 6th. There's something special happening on my 32nd birthday and you know, I'm excited to share it with you. Take care. Thank you. And crush it. Yeah, baby. know what you thought of this episode head on over to smartpassiveincome.com session 138 let me know thanks